Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Infinite Journeys. As always, I'm your host, Tony Z, joined by my other host, Asher. Hey, <laughs> I'm back in civilization this time. Yeah, I know. And I remember last time I called you co-host and I said every episode, I'm just going to like change it. Yes. You've got to look up some other words for like host and co-host, like bust out That's the what thesaurus. I should <laughs> yeah, I should do that. I should say one day, no, one day we're just going to be the hype guys. Like we were talking about with Neil that time. Oh, we said yeah. we would just be a hype band. And I said yeah. we'd be the Game Boys. That'd be great. On uh, today's episode, our main topic to start off Spooky Month, if anybody was watching our Twitter or anything like that, we decided that we were just going to do all scary stuff for this whole month. So originally it was going to be just a scary game every week and we were going to do Visage this week because it was on Game Pass, but then it got removed from Game Pass on September 30th and we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> so- well, we we could have jumped on it maybe a little sooner and got it before they pulled it out, but like they pulled a spooky game at the beginning of spooky month. So like, I don't feel like yeah. it was a mistake on our timing, but more theirs. That's exactly what I was thinking when I saw it got removed. I was like, why would you remove one of your only scary games? Because there's not very many scary games on there. Right. Like you have that, you have like Evil Within, Dead Space, and I think Resident Evil 7 is still on there. But then you've got like these old Xbox 360 games still on there. But you get rid of Visage. Yeah. Well, I mean, Uh, Dead Space, I think it's 360, but. We do have some coming up, but, uh, uh, you know, we'll be getting to those when when we're getting closer to playing those, I think. Yeah, next week we'll be trying out the, what's it called, Beacon Pines, which says it's cute but creepy or something like that. Yeah, like I was watching a little bit of the video like preview of that, and I'm like, okay, I could see some things that might be creepy. So like, I'm guessing they don't like lay it all out there, you know? Yeah, and then we'll get to mess around at the end of the month with the disgusting game Scorn. (laughs) I'm pretty excited for that, mostly because like... I want to get into it and then I want to like hear your responses to it because I, I think it's going to, you know, get you in the gut a little bit. Yeah, I won't lie. I have seen some gameplay of it already from somebody that got like a gameplay demo. They got to play like the beginning of it a little early. And yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> That's all I could say. Yeah. <laughs> like it still looked fun. I'm still going to play the heck out of it. But yeah, it was definitely gross. There's definitely some body horror elements oh, going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. The only thing that worries me is that there's like no dialogue. So it's like you have to just kind of figure out the story without anything really. That kind of worries me. Yeah, there's like no dialogue and nothing written, right? Yeah, it's basically just a puzzle game with horror elements. And that's kind of all there is to it. So it's like, yeah, unlike some other. Well, what our topic of discussion today is going to be our favorite horror games of all time, basically. Asher, you threw that idea out to me when I realized that uh, Visage wasn't available anymore. You're like, yeah, oh, we can do that. So I think it's a good start because, like, you know, we're getting in the spooky month and we don't really have a, a good game to start out October with. Uh, we've got some, I think, some great possibilities to end it with. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's been games that we've all played in the past that you just can't get out of your head that maybe, maybe you didn't get all the way through. Maybe you had to stop just because you're like, you know what? This is a little much for me, but you just can't forget just how much it got to you, you know, like viscerally. Yeah, I agree. But before that, of course, we've got to get into our news gone wild because I did find a few things. Oh, awesome. I can't One wait. of the things I found isn't even news, but I still want to read it because I'm very curious. And it has to do with Halloween costumes. So okay. I'm gonna be, I'm, we're just going to see what they are. But the first thing I found, this one intrigued me. This was from Ripley's Believe It or Not. So I don't know oh. if they're weird news or like actual news articles, but I just assume they are. I mean, I think a little bit of both. 
This one says, Slime Trail leads German customs to smuggled surprise. That is a very clickbait title. Yeah, I know. It has something to do with snails. So I'm guessing they followed snails and then an eight-inch snail they stumbled upon and believed to be a toy started moving. Ooh. Okay, they followed... They followed the trail until they found the source, which was a hole in the bag that had another snail peeking out, plotting its own great escape. So were they smuggling the snails? It yep. kind of sounds like it. Upon searching the luggage, they discovered that not only were these two smuggled not only were these two smuggled mollusks were not alone. That's exactly how it's <laughs> yep. that's not a Tony Zism on that one. That's <laughs> literally how it's written in the article. <laughs> Tony was on the up and up, the article writer, however. Yeah, that's the one time where it actually wasn't me. <laughs> they were joined by six full bags of others for a total of 93 gallons. Nine? Wow. Wow. Wait, the giant snails were also traveling with 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, as well as a briefcase full of rotten meat. That is like, okay. Some of this stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense, you know. But then it's like, why is the rotten meat in a briefcase? Like, ah, that whole thing is just that is definitely news gone wild worthy. Yeah, while the meat and seafood were destroyed as soon as possible, the snail's journey from Nigeria to an African goods store in West Germany was detoured to a local animal rescue service. Spokesman Michael. Michael, now that was a Tony Z. <laughs> Spokesman Michael Walk remarked, never in the history of the Dusseldorf Customs Office has a trail of slime led us to smuggled goods. Yeah, that's that's something else. That's pretty wild. These gal. That's funny that you said wild because the next part of the article says gal's gone wild. I guess that's like <laughs> what the snail is because it's a capitalized G-A-L. Oh, okay. oh, giant African land snail. So that's why they titled it Gals Gone Gals, Got it. Okay. That's pretty good. I'll give him yeah. credit for that. And these specific, I get, we're well, not, maybe not these specific one, but it says these gals have been wreaking havoc around the globe recently, having hit up Florida's West Coast this summer, causing a quarantine. Hmm. While snails may seem harmless, these gastropods pack a ghastly punch, destroying native soil and carrying the rat lungworm parasite wherever they go. Oh, wow. That's kind of terrifying. A cult leader even once used them to poison his followers. Of course he did. That's just a matter-of-factly stated, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. cult leaders. I mean, that's crazy. there's something else. Considering one snail can lay thousands of eggs at a time, then that's enough. That's the end of the article. I mean, there was more to the sentence, but one snail can lay a thousand eggs. So, yeah, I would imagine why they could be able to go into quarantine. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're all like uh, destroying soil and, you know, spreading, you know, diseases and they multiply by a lot. Yeah. In other news, a woman was denied Swiss citizenship twice for being annoying. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, nope, <laughs> you can't get into our country. You're too annoying. They're like, we'll uh, let you know on Tuesday. And she's calling them Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night. And they're like, you know what? Never mind. You yeah, we're are not, a nuisance. You're not getting in. I want to know why. What was it that made her annoying? I, 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 I'm kind of curious. But to be fair, like, I think it's awesome in a way that like the country rights. was just like, you know what? Nah. It says she's a very uh, campaigning for animal rights. So, uh, 
Swiss, okay. maybe you should like support that and not go against it. But <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends. Like we would need to know more. Of the oh, here story. we go. Uh, the lady, a vegan, was very vocal about her disdain towards longtime Swiss traditions like cowbells around animals' necks, hunting, and piglet racing. Okay, so president said she had a big mouth, and others referred to her as annoying, 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 and boring. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt she was seeking media attention and publicly disrespecting the nation's traditional ways. So that's why they didn't let her in. I mean, it kind of does sound like that because all the stuff that she's like upset about. It's not really abusive or anything. It's not like, I don't know, like, you know, um, you know, killing cattle, you know, brutally for anything or like they're they're racing piglets. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it did say hunting in there, so I can see where an animal like rights person would come from for the hunting, but not really the piglet racing. (laughs) Right. And they they might be a culture that like uses everything, you know? Yeah, like it's not like they're doing what you can do in Far Cry 6, which I always found disturbing, which was like the cockfighting or the rooster fighting. Oh, right. I really hate saying that other word. <laughs> so yeah. I immediately switched it. But yeah, you could do that. Yeah, any I animal just heard fight. my Xbox through my TV make a weird notification sound. I don't know what's going on. I must have well, forgotten to mute the TV before I came over here. It's just letting you know that the spooky is happening. The creepy yeah. games are coming. Well... We'll get into it for what we've been playing, but I literally just paused the scary game that I was playing and then came over here for the podcast. (laughs) It might have been like something from that. That's pretty good. Check out the museum with over 13,000 cat figurines. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's a lot of figurines. Like, that's crazy. Woman who can smell Parkinson's helps develop new tests. Okay, you would expect like a dog or a cat or something, <laughs> but this like, how close does she got to get to you? Does she have to like smell your armpit? Like, it, how weird is this? Because it sounds really weird to me. I don't know. The simple skin swab test can diagnose Parkinson's disease in just three minutes, but the woman could smell it, so she smells it off the test. I hope. I hope she's smelling it off the test and not off the person. Over four. Uh, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Asher. No. Over 40 years ago, Joy Milne of Perth, Scotland, was about 10 years into marriage, but she noticed her husband, Les, started to smell a little off, specifically around his shoulders and neck. While Joy knew oh. she had a strong sniffer, having been diagnosed with hereditary hyperosmia, she couldn't get over the abrupt change in his odor. Figuring the unpleasant, musty odor had to be coming from somewhere, she began accusing the then 33-year-old Les of pure hygiene. Wow, sounds like she's kind of mean. She was understandably upset. Joy dropped the subject, but 12 years later, the smell was still going strong, and she began to notice Les's mood shifting. When the couple went to the doctor, Les was then diagnosed with Parkinson's. Hmm. This is from an official Parkinson's UK Twitter Twitter account. Smelling Parkinson's research could make it quicker and easier to diagnose Parkinson's. So far, she just has this one time that it happened. And I wonder if she was just like telling her husband he stinks and it just so happened, you know? Yeah, it seems weird because it only it doesn't really say that she smelled it on other people, just that she noticed right. he smelled off. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just she's just like, you smell weird. You're not, I, I, you're not showering properly. 
Yeah, I, like, I what feel the heck? like she was just being rude. Yeah, it sure seemed like it. Oh, we got some creepy stuff here. Ooh. Perfect for spoopy. For spoopy. Whatever. Spoopy? That's what Yammy from Cryptid Chat says. Spoopy. <laughs> yep. See? It's so perfect. I'm still going with it. 17th century vampire found buried with sickle over her neck. I saw that. There was an image of it. Yeah, I As, see the skull and the sickle. Yeah, like so that it would, you know, can't get up without decapitating itself. You know what the funniest part about this article is? What's that? The first line in the article. Spooky season has officially begun. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's great. So perfect. We're recording yeah. this on October 2nd, so it'll go up October 3rd. But that's so funny that that's the first thing it says. Yeah. That's I mean, pretty nuts that there's a sickle over her neck like that. Yeah. Can you imagine finding that? Yeah. And how did they determine she was a vampire? Like, did she just have abnormal teeth? And they're like, vampire! I'm not sure that there's any actual signs other than like the sickle and it being like, oh, got to keep the, the undead at bay. Yeah, or or I met the people. There's a sickle. They definitely tried to kill her. So right, I thought right. something was going on. Like unless she was like drinking blood or bathing in blood, like that Elizabeth Bathory did. Oh right. Like or like during Salem when they were just like, my neighbor's a witch, just so they could get their lot their land. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> nights, just so they could get their land. Right. Which is really funny because we just watched Hocus Pocus two on Disney Plus. Pretty good movie. Oh okay. It's not, it's not getting good reviews, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I it's one of those things that like people don't like remakes or like continuations of things. They get all grumpy about it. It's like, you know, if it's fun, it's fun. Yeah, and like I it's not as good as the first one cuz that will I've watched that since my childhood. Right. Like it's still Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and I can't remember the other lady's name, but it's still them. So oh, like okay. that's good that's enough awesome. for me. You didn't yeah. change who the witches were. You kept the original cast of witches and then the rest of the cast is all different people, but that's because it's set in a new time period. Right. That's cool that they reprise their roles for that, though. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I thought it was funny. And it was, uh, I thought it was good. Cool. Oh, here's a cryptid that you've never heard of Headless Blemis. Blemis? B L E M M Y E S. Okay, I'm going to do something here, Asher. I'm sure. going to share this screen of this drawing because this is the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. And I want you to describe it. Okay. I- I'm, I'm guessing it's going to look like something from, uh, Scary stories to read in the dark. Yeah, actually, it does kind of look like scary stories to tell in the dark for sure. That's it. You what? see it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the face is on basically on the chest. Yeah. So where like your pecs would be, there is a, <laughs> a baby derpy face. face. Yeah, a very baby face. Like the neck is just like a little bit of a like a a, a bump up between the shoulders. And what's weird is like there's a belt like where the chin would be. Or like yeah. where this person has like their eighth of a 12 pack instead of a six pack abs. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Like a 12 pack. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It's it's like somebody just like tried to use their face swap app, but very poorly. And it swapped their eyes and their nipples. And their bow is about as tall as their body. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is pretty big. I love how like, it looks like there's some fighting like over here. Oh, yeah, it's a whole, like, village of them. And then there's just a regular, normal dog running. <laughs> and this looks like an armadillo. In the yeah. bottom right corner looks like an armadillo. <laughs> yeah, this is bizarre. Yeah, I've never heard of these. Yeah, I've never heard of a blemmy. Libya. So they originated in Libya. Oh, here's one. Look. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a couple like, well, okay, that's a normal. This one looks no, it's like not. it only has one leg. Yeah, I was like, that's a normal person laying down. No, it's got one giant leg and giant foot. The other one is a cyclops. And then you have yeah. the blemmy that's its the head and its torso. <laughs> Which is basically the cyclops just with his face in his chest. Yeah. That is so weird. It is really weird. They should have put these in a video game. Uh, you know, would, they probably are in fit. some video game. There's a lot out there. That is true. I don't think, I think that was it, except we do want to get into the costumes that I talked about. Hang the on. Costumes? Yeah, 39 weird Halloween costumes from outrageous to asinine. I was like, oh, I actually want to cover this. Did you look through those? Because the number yet. of naughty nurses that are probably in this. Yeah, that might be in there. I mean, the beginning of it says who wa- hasn't wanted to dress up as a pack of birth control pills or an empty roll of toilet paper for Halloween. Uh, me, I haven't wanted to. <laughs> me either. Oh, there. Oh, yeah, there is. a. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're sure. No, it's not a nurse. I will tell you that. Oh, okay. But uh, it's a it's a smart Alec, but not Alec. The other word, and it's literally <laughs> the butt is the head. Oh gosh! So you can. <laughs> it's like so a reverse can... Minotaur. Yeah. Here we go. Or Minotaur. I mean Centaur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is this a, is this when he's blowing for a cigar a turd? I think so. Like if that was a different color, you could be like, oh, I am a peach. But yeah. no. You, you are very clearly a butt with eyes on it. And there's a, like, there's and just there's like a, a hole slit. that looks like the mouth because you yeah. can see a, a hole inside of it. It, it actually looks the like there's is. like stuff like where you could push that in. Yeah. Yeah. It, you probably he's hol- can. He's holding what effectively <laughs> looks like a long piece of poop as a cigar. <laughs> this should have just been a Halloween episode, but whatever. Yeah. Hand sanitizer wall dispenser. Oh, I love it, that it says pull here down by. Yep, it's right in his groin. Yeah, enough said. What else we got? Birth. Yep, birth control contraceptive pack. <laughs> no one wants to dress like these things. <laughs> Not even the people in the pictures. I don't care how smiley they're trying to pretend to be. They don't want to dress like this. There's no. absolutely no way. What do we got under it? Empty roll of toilet paper. I will. That one I'm not even That's sure not he's wearing. Like, I think he's modeling a sweatshirt, and this is photoshopped over top of him. You're right. It looks like it's cardboard, and he's just standing behind it. Yeah, because these are all very grainy pictures for something that's being modeled. I'm beginning to wonder if they're all photoshopped. I mean, maybe not the hand sanitizer one, because he is directly pointing at it. Yeah, that one does look like he's a Uh, cigarette. That definitely looks photoshopped. Yeah. I'm beginning to think these are just yeah. Because really why would you? Well, this hits? one doesn't. No, no. Cowboy boot. <laughs> That's funny because it's ridiculous. But like, also, why? Why does the boot stop at his waist? Uh, to like, look, to look exactly how it looks. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this vaguely phallic cowboy boot costume can help you compensate for something. It could be a kick in the pants. What happy tree painter? It's that's not it's, that bad. It's sexy Bob Ross. Yeah, that's all it is with a scroll on the shoulder. <laughs> it's like oh, a plushy God. scroll on it. That one's not that bad though. Uh, except that, look, for the look, fact look that they've it. got a sexualized Bob Ross. Oh, yep. Wear the sexy Bob Ross costume to a party. Oh God. Birthday see. Oh, that's that's yeah. That just leaves nothing to the imagination. That, that, Beyond burger, that's not bad. It's just a dress that looks kind of like a burger. 
Yeah, I mean, that doesn't even look like a Halloween costume. That just kind of looks like an actual like dress that's yeah, just like, like fashioned after a burger. That's not bad for like everyday wear in a way. Oh, it's a plant based burger too, so it's like a vegan right. Burger. Dating app. Oh God, can we <laughs> can we wait? Richard Biggs, eight inches away. Oh, I didn't even see that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. literally like a giant phone with like the application. Oh my goodness. Ride a pig. I do find those kind of funny, you know, where the, the costume is uh you're just fake legs. Pig, yeah. yeah. Like your your legs are obviously in the pig, and then it's like fake legs that looks like you're yeah, that one's not that bad. Turtle mascot, that's not bad. Because there'll probably be, a, I mean, the turtle itself looks a little hideous. It's pretty the entertaining. I, the nose I do looks like, the look. like the nose looks like it just got run over by a tire and just flattened his whole face. Yeah, it it doesn't look great, but it is. Oh, that's interesting. Slither snake wraparound prop. Actually, that's kind of cool to me. Yeah, so like the, I actually the like that one. Tail of the snake starts around like the ankle and it loops up yeah, around loops the body the around. until like the head of the snake goes over top of your head and the bottom jaw is like velcroed under your chin. Yeah, so it's like a, a yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Ride an evil clown. <laughs> <laughs> the dude on top of the clown is dressed, dressed as like another a clown. clown. <laughs> And the one underneath looks like Doink the Clown from freaking 1990s WWE days. Yes, yes, it does. It really does. Oh, okay. Now I can see people doing this. Inflatable yes. Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka. Yeah. That's not bad. It's it's pretty entertaining. I, I do like a lot of the inflatable suits just because they're like they're pretty comical. Yeah, and this one is a, is a Willy Wonka reference, so I'm cool with right. that. Pets Elvis costume. That's actually kind of cute. Yeah, you know they're going to get that wiggle in their hips. Yeah. <laughs> 80s video superstar. Um, okay, the I mean, fish, the fishnet top also reminds me of a WWE wrestler back in the day, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> okay, what's real funny here is the guy is very Vanilla Ice, but the outfit is very MC Hammer. Yeah, and then it's like gold pants. Yep, gold, gold jacket, parachute pants. Gold chain. Spiked up boy band hair <laughs> or yep. like punk rock. <laughs> it's like three different genres combined in one. Hey, this is funny right here. Although MC Hammer's pants get a bad rap, the baggy nature of this rapper costume. Because you just said it was like <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Yep, and... <laughs> yep. That's the second time you've said something. Energetic bunny. So instead of yeah. saying energizer, it says energized. Similar to, but legally distinct from. Yeah, basically it's just the energizer ripoff. Hamburger thief, the hamburglar. Yeah, that's actually a really good, you know, costume for that. Like, yeah, not that it was a difficult costume to do, but it looks pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of Zorro, but with like, if you had a jail outfit on, <laughs> <laughs> with the mask, reminds me of Zorro. Serial Captain, that's just Captain Crunch. Yep. I mean, that's. I wonder if it comes with that mustache. It looks like it does. Yeah, I think so. Because that's it definitely better. not his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got a stork. That's the Clausen's pickle stork, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it, it, there's a brand of pickles. It's all about like their snap, and they have like a stork as their mascot, and I don't understand that. 
The part I don't get is where the neck of the stork comes out at his waist and then goes up into his face. You would think that they <laughs> could have, like, I don't know, painted that on in some way or something. Like, yeah, it's very bizarrely shaped. <laughs> I don't know, but this jacket right here looks like a Freddy jacket or something, where it's got slashes oh. in it, and that looks cool. Wow. I don't yeah, know what it really is, but is. I just happened to see it, and I was like, this actually looks cool. That is. That looks really cool. Onion. <laughs> I thought it was a pumpkin at first because it's kind of orange. Yeah, because it's orange. What I've never seen an orange onion. If I did, I feel like I would be like, uh, I, I I'm think not it's eating supposed that. to be brown, but like they didn't get quite the color they wanted. Yeah, that's definitely orange. Mothman, uh, that's actually yeah, freaking cool. Go. I like that. That's a that really looks... good Mothman. Yeah, and that fits for spooky month. It's very fuzzy. Like it's got like almost like butterfly wings and stuff, which aren't really like thing. But yeah, it's the got wings the big... are a little cutesy. Yeah, it's got the big red eyes and the fuzzy and the head fingers. And the little, yeah, the long fingers. I do like the little moth antennas on top, too. Yeah, I like that. And I like the big red eyes. That's actually cool. I'd probably actually wear that. Miss Cookie. Okay, I thought it was a dog at first. She's basically wearing tan lingerie with brown dots on it. Yeah, that's all it is to look like yeah. a chocolate chip cookie. Yep, there. I mean, there's a, like a cookie yeah, on like belt, and there's like things. yeah, on like the uh, the garter belts have cookies and on, on the them. bow on her head. Yep, yeah, that's that just looks bad. It doesn't even look good. Honey beekeeper. Yeah, honey. honey. Okay, that one's actually kind of funny because it's got little bees on it all over the outfit. <laughs> she she looks like it's like a dancer's outfit. You know, it's got the basically yeah. leg warmers, but they're thigh highs. It's it's a long sleeve but like one piece style bikini cut kind of thing and like platform shoes or something yeah and then like the beekeeper like hat mask like (laughs) oh god yeah it's like another one that's trying to be sexy but then it just comes off looking a little weird yeah i didn't even notice that her purse is the hive yeah i didn't notice that at first (laughs) they put so much effort into like looking like you know sexy (laughs) and then they're like oh and here is uh uh a thing that makes me look normal. That is, and then you've adorable. got a unicorn hat for your actual lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a velcro under the chin. It just gives it like what looks like ears and a unicorn horn. Yeah, a little unicorn horn that goes over your lizard. That's actually interesting because I never would have thought that people would want to dress up their lizards because lizards look cool already. Yeah, I'm not sure lizards want people to dress them up. That's true. Well, I shouldn't say all lizards look cool because my wife is terrified of Komodo dragons. That's reasonable. Because they're huge and they're terrifying and they move really fast. <laughs> yes, and they've got a mouthful of disease. Yeah, and in Far Cry 3, uh, they will chase you down and murder you. Oh, that's no good. Kissing booth headpiece for dogs and cats. Gross. It looks like his <laughs> tongue is going out. Like, is yeah. that the dog's tongue or is that part of the costume? So what they did was they put a little bit of peanut butter on the top of the dog's mouth to keep it still and try to lick it so it would stay still for the camera. Oh, geez. Yeah, you're so it's right. it's licking. Yeah. Payment and treats only, please. <laughs> that is pretty entertaining. That little beer bit. run dog and cat. Well, look, that one's got a tongue up, too. They probably did the same thing. Yeah. The peanut butter. Well, OK, there are. OK, it. I'm very confused. You don't even know how to explain this. No. To no. me, it looks more like a birthday cake, but then I realized it's supposed to be a cooler with two beers on it, right. and then a dog on the back that's like holding the cooler on top of the other dog. Right, but it says dog and cat, and that's a clearly a dog on the back, but coming away from the actual dog's like neck is another arm. 
So oh, I didn't even notice the, that. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. It's the be- and like the dog is it wearing socks? Look at its front legs, like just below the pants. There's like a very distinct white. I think line, that's like, actually its fur though, because if you look at the little toes, there's the brown fur coming through the toes. And it looks very, like it kind of naturally blends in. And there's thing like the face weird. and the neck is brown and white as well. Yeah, I wonder if it said dog and cat because you could put it on your dog or your cat. Ah, interchangeable. That could be. Or you could interchange the dog on the back to be a cat on the back. That could like be. Maybe you yeah. could change it out. Mega dinosaur T-Rex mask. <laughs> oh my goodness, this freaking chain is a T-Rex like toy. All right, listeners, it is a hard plastic mask that has like, you know, uh, elastic straps to go over your face, right? And like you could see through the eyes, your whole head becomes a T-Rex mouth, right? But dangling under your chin, like, you know, on a turkey is a little T-Rex body, like maybe what, five inches? Yeah, it's like a toy, literally like a toy or an action figure. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was just expecting the mask. And then I saw that dangling off and I was like, what the heck? Wait, wait. Sugary we're... honey? Actually, it says surgery honey. Yes, because oh, it's like the operation. Uh, operation parts. But go back up to the, the T-Rex. Okay. There's uh, a platform love... thing right there. Yeah, it says if you love dinosaurs, this mask has a movable jaw. If you love eating and drinking with a mask on, you may have some challenges. Wait, is the jaw movable? Because I it think is... the jaw is the toy part that's movable. Oh, but why would you have trouble tr- eating and drinking if the jaw move? I don't know. Like if this part of the jaw move, but see, if you look in the middle of where the teeth are, it looks like it's all hard right there. Like even if the jaw is movable, I don't think it'll actually open. Yeah, that's possible. I think it's the toy part that's more of the body under the jaw maybe moves. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that Surgery, just honey, no, threw me off. Nothing to comment. Pencil is just a chicken a pencil outfit. It, it I <laughs> so it's the eraser is like the bottom of her skirt and yeah. her pencil tip is the hat. But that hat, like <laughs> it looks so dorky. It looks like a dunce hat. It does. Like one of those dunce hats or like a party hat. UFO. Okay, I actually <laughs> kind of like that one because it's the alien coming out of the top of the UFO. <laughs> yeah, it's like the inflatable like UFO around the waist. Yeah. And then the mask and the laser gun are actually pretty good. Yeah, they're not that bad. Although I once had an alien mask that was way creepier. Evil fast food girl. It looks oh. like Wendy's. Her hair <laughs> reminds me of Wendy's. It is. It's Wendy, but with like a meat cleaver and blood splatters. Yeah, and blood splatters all over. That's awesome. Yeah, that one's not bad. Inflatable rocket ship. That could go right next to the alien. Yeah. The- okay, this <laughs> is totally photoshopped, though, because those arms... And that dude's face just looks like a picture. Yes. So that was I mean, definitely Photoshop. Okay, I do like the next one though. Headless scientist. These yeah, are like always that. good. Yeah, it's one of the ones where like your arms and your legs aren't exactly where you would think. So like your head is coming out of the middle of the shirt. Yeah, the middle of the shirt. So you're you've got like the bloody stump above your head. Yeah, that one that, I actually think is kind of cool. I like the creepy stuff like that. Yeah, I do dig that. Light and sound traffic light. <laughs> it's a kid's costume, and they're literally just a stoplight. Red, yeah, yellow, green. Stop it, like, what kid would be like, I want to no. be a tra- <laughs> Loch Ness monster. Did what? you read the description? I want to be a traffic light. Why is that? I thought it would be fun to be something no one obeys. <laughs> That's pretty funny. 
Uh, Loch Ness Monster looks like a mutated shark. It looks like someone said, hey, draw me a dolphin from memory. <laughs> yeah. So like this a four-year-old. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that looks bad. bad. Macho Man Randy Savage for a baby. That's amazing. That's really got freaking the beard cute. And yeah, the has hair. The beard. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I actually really like that one. Spray can cheese. Cheesy right. cheese can made with real cheese. I really hate that they have it coming off the top all like floppy. It just it's it, that is it's, exactly how it sprays out though. Yeah, but it just it feels gross to me. Like like I don't know. An easy cheese out of the can is not great to begin with, and then like seeing it just like flopping around someone's head, I, I get a little like ew. I can't say nothing about easy cheese because I like that stuff on crackers. Yeah, I, I like it on crackers. You know, it's, it's, but then it's you get, good on some things. Then you get the piece where, like, if you don't use all, like, if you don't use it all, some of it gets, like, hard in the top. And that's kind of gross. You got to, yeah, like, it's break like it shooting off. a little BB out. Yeah, and you got to break that off. Oh, man. Well, Asher, that'll be it for our news gone wild because we're literally already 34 minutes into the show. Well, so since we were talking about wild and I don't have a lot of what I've been playing this week, I thought I might talk just for a moment about the fact that I was out in the wilderness. Yes, you were. Yeah. So I just spent the entire week doing some dispersal camping or weekend, I should say, which is um, you find like service roads in a um, like a national forest. I was in Allegheny this weekend. And there's like just service roads and they just have spots that they've cleared out that like you can go camp at, but they're like, they're like a gravel road off a main road. Then you take a dirt road into like kind of nowhere. You generally, I I happen to have some cell service time. Usually I don't have any cell service. There's no water. There's no electricity. And it's super chill because there's no one around. It's just very calm. It's awesome. Um, but this one, like we did a little, uh, trekking around, uh, driving down some of the, the paths that were a little less, um, available for like some maybe bigger vehicles. Cause we had to stop and like cut logs out of the way with a chainsaw. Jeez, and, like, sounds like a recipe for a horror movie. <laughs> well, there's branches going everywhere. And I kept saying stuff about being covered in spiders. Cause as we're driving down these, we like, we would get to an end where we kind of have to turn around. Cause there's no more to go. And we get out and we like, Hey, we just spent 20 minutes going down this, like, wild path we gotta check it out see what's around and like the car like we'd get out and there's just stuff skittering all over there's like dozens of spiders on the car all different colors and shapes and everything um like i was sitting in the car at one point as we're driving back and like i feel something on my forehead and i kind of shake my head and i see something fall in front of my face and and there's a spider crawling around in my beard oh my goodness yeah yeah like i had spiders in my underwear they're in my tent like they were everywhere and i i sent tony this one picture of a spider that was yes you did it was good size like it was easily like two to like two and a half three inches long but its legs looked like they have like spines on them or bars that thing was creepy yeah, so I took the picture, and then, like, uh, my other buddy, he took a picture, and, like, when he did, it, like, flared up its front legs and, like, stood up and, like, got all aggressive towards us. Oh, so, you're like, you know what? We'll leave you be. You yeah, know? you get bit by that thing, you might turn into the actual human Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be <laughs> terrifying. Uh, it's, it was a really cool thing. And, like, the Allegheny, they've got a couple of, like, campsites that people have, like, 
done stuff with like we found one where there was like a little creek running through and there was um a tire swing we found another where somebody had like fabricated a table out of like some logs and stuff interesting yeah it was just nice we didn't stay at the uh the one with the tire swing in the the creek even though i kind of wanted to be by water this time this is our fourth you know excursion uh, right just because it was it was really close to the main path off the main road so like we like to get a little further out, you know, and it yeah. was one that looks like people regularly visit. So it's like we didn't want people just keep pulling up and, you know, coming by and be like, oh, hey, when are you guys leaving and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, we, we do like all our uh, like this time I prepped a lot of the food, wrapped it in like foil, making like pouches and we cook it in the coals and stuff. So uh, we, we just, you know, kind of just hang out in the woods for a couple of days. It's it's a really like pretty peaceful time it usually rains a little bit but it's almost always at night so you get that like gentle kind of patter on the the tent and everything so that's and it was cool. i live well we live in pennsylvania so it was raining all weekend i was like man i hope asher doesn't get like flooded out there wherever yeah. he's at well, well that's the thing like we kept getting um uh weather updates from places nearby and they're like oh it's raining right now and it'll rain for the next four hours and we're like looking around like no, it's not. <laughs> so we, we, we nice, were just you like, lucked out. yeah, we were just on the edges of like two different storms, I think. And then when it did rain, it just, it was pretty chill about it. Uh, we saw some wild turkeys running around out there. Nice. Uh, we found a spot where it looked like there had been like a natural gas leak. All the ground cover was dead and like all the trees were dead and everything like, was like roped to, off. You're about almost nearing the real life side of the hill, which is in Pennsylvania. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's located in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, I've never played the Silent Hill. I've seen the games. Like, I'm familiar with some of the characters and stuff, but, like, it always seemed like that was a really spooky thing. And then, like, to think that, oh, you know, you know the, the scenery I'm looking at kind of fits with that. That's cool. Yeah, Centralia, Pennsylvania, or the hmm. ghost town of Centralia, Pennsylvania, the real Silent Hill. Okay. Now, Silent Hill... That's one that you were talking about playing. Have you dipped into that yet? Yeah, I'm gonna. You all right over there? <laughs> Sorry, I heard a loud bang. Uh, I thought something fell, but yeah, oh, okay. I guess everything's all right. I think she's just putting something up, but yeah, right here it says the uh, Silent Hill is a fictitious town largely based on Centralia, Pennsylvania. So it is ba actually based on the town, and the okay. coal miner is still burning there, just like in the Silent Hill series. Yeah, coal mines are crazy. Just the fact that they just like they're dangerous. And then like yeah. if something happens, they basically just burn forever. Yeah, the mine fire started on May 27, 1962. It is still burning today. Estimates wow. show there is enough coal for the fire to burn for 250 years. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. It does say a few people still remain in the town. So that's just like the movie as well. Okay. That's why whenever you started talking about like the burning ground and stuff like that, I was like, holy crap. I was like, that's just like the real life Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, it was wild because like as we're driving around and stuff, because, you know, we walked a couple trails and checked stuff out, but there were so many like, you know, dirt roads and stuff that we wanted to go check out. You know, we, we go down the one and it's like the whole one side is just dead. There's no ground cover. All the trees are just, you know, dead trees, no leaves, nothing. It's like, that's bizarre, you know? so yeah it's it was, pretty it was nuts. A good time it was, it was pretty cool so uh, i didn't have a lot of gameplay this week because you know i was out in the wilderness so but yeah uh, i had fun 
Well, I had a little bit of mixture of games this week. I was playing a little bit of Red Dead 2 because I picked it up again. It had a little funny stories on there. But this is Spooky Bunt, so I might just save that. Okay. Yeah, we can we can save <laughs> that. you were just asking me about Silent Hill, and right right up until we uh, got on the podcast, I started to venture back into Silent Hill Homecoming, which is one of my favorite Silent Hill games. I don't know if it's everybody's favorite. I mean, my favorite of all time is Silent Hill 2. Okay. And so this ties into what we were going to talk about for like our favorite scary games. Silent Hill was basically my favorite franchise of horror games perfect melding the two topics into one yes yeah, silent hill and like fatal frame so i just kind of put silent hill and fatal frame into like their own category of just an entire franchise because there's multiple games and i think with silent hill i think in my lifetime i played all of them except for the first one and then there was a couple like there was a mobile game at one point i never played and then I never finished Silent Hill 4 for whatever reason. I got into one part where I just couldn't get through it and I never finished it. But all the other ones, like Shattered Memories, which was like a remake of the first one, Silent Hill 2 and 3, and then Homecoming. There was one called Origins. Like, there's a lot of Silent Hill games. <laughs> yeah, wow. I thought there was like two, maybe no. three Silent Hill games. I didn't realize I had so much. Yeah, and I've played, like, I've played all of them. There's one I never played, which is that, which I just found out about today. I didn't even know it existed. And it was like a first person shooter called Silent Hill the Arcade. And I've never even heard of that. And I was like, there was a first person shooter set in Silent Hill because the only thing I've always wanted out of Silent Hill was a first person game. And I I, think- up until this point, I think the only first person game wait for Silent Hill was that one demo of the game that never got released, the Silent Hills one. I think that the if that's an actual arcade cabinet, I think that's one of those like you had to like step on the pedal or shoot off the screen to reload kind of thing. And if that is, I might have played that. Right here it says Silent Hill the Arcade is an arcade game spin-off of the survival horror video game series Silent Hill developed by Konami. The arcade was first revealed at the 2007 Japan Arcade Operators Union trade show by Konami. Interesting. I wonder whether they should release that. I'd freaking play it. Yeah. Like port it to a console or something. I would definitely play that. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up a YouTube video on it later because I didn't know they had that. Honestly, like I knew- all those arcade shooters have been a blast, you know? Yeah. Like I knew like uh, Silent Hill Shatter Memories is like third person, but then when you go in Nightmare Mode and you're kind of running away, I think it has moments of first person, but never like an entire game of a first person like shooter set in the silent hill universe that actually sounds cool to me because in most of the silent hill games except for shattered memories you can fight but it's kind of it's all like third person and it's Hmm. really hard to aim your gun in a lot of those but yeah so i started well first i what happened was my wife and i rebecca z covered silent hill the 2006 film for our newest episode of jump scare club so anybody that's listening to this go listen to that it's up really excited to listen to that yeah, we covered it. It's one of my favorite movies. So this episode, like most of our episodes usually go 20, 30. I think this one went like 40 minutes because I wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> but it's like, it's a movie that I thoroughly enjoy, but I can also pick apart for some of the things that they missed just because I love the franchise so much. And then uh, it was funny. We watched that and I was like, I had briefly mentioned the Silent Hill Revelations, which was like a sequel to that movie. Okay. that like nobody liked that i and that one's a, a bit of the same for me i'm like i like this movie for certain aspects and other aspects i'm like they ruined it like so it's kind of like story-wise isn't the best but when it comes to the graphical like makeup and special effects in these movies that they do really well so yeah. as long as you can get the special for me when it comes to silent hill if you can get the special effects makeup for the, some of the creatures i'll be happy because 
honestly, the games themselves, when I played them, the conf- stories on a lot of them were very confusing for me to understand anyway. So <laughs> the movie getting confusing doesn't really surprise me. So that was what happened. We watched both of those. And then I was like, now I really want to play Silent Hill again. And it is October 3rd. So I dove back in. I re-downloaded the Silent Hill HD remaster. Because I had okay. what, what it is, is I have the HD remaster for Silent Hill 2 and 3. It came as like a double pack. But it was originally only on 360. But it's still available in the Xbox store. So on my Series S, I can still play it because I bought it digitally. Okay. So yeah, so I re-downloaded that. And then I re-downloaded Silent Hill Homecoming. I started to play Silent Hill 3 first, and then the controls like wonked me out, and I was like, I got to go to something newer. <laughs> so, then, so then I went to Silent Hill Homecoming, which is better with the analog stick. The Silent yeah. Hill 3 was still, you can use the analog stick, but it still feels like a mixture of an analog stick with tank controls. So like when you're trying to run, you'll oh. find that your character is like zigzagging all over the place. Which was unfortunate. Yeah, so that was a little off. It's a good game. And I think a lot of Revelations is more based off of Silent Hill 3 with some good Easter eggs for people from the games. But yeah, so I was playing Silent Hill Homecoming right up until, I don't know, like I saw it was 8.55 and we start recording at 9. And I was like, oh, I guess I should get off now. (laughs) Yeah. That's good though. When like a game gets you like hooked in like that, especially one that like you've played before, or maybe it's older and like you dip back in and you're still hooked, you know? Yeah. Because like, like the main one, the only one I always like always remember is Silent Hill 2 because I've played that one so much. I even tried to play it on my, one of my YouTube channels at one point I was playing it for a while. So like that okay. one, I like when I'm playing it, I remember it. But like Silent Hill three, I remember some aspects of it, like being in the mall and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't remember too much. And Silent Hill Homecoming, I remember that you're a soldier and you're going back home, and somehow you're like trying to find your brother. But other than that, I don't really remember what happens in it. So like a lot of the scares and stuff, I don't remember, which is That's... good for me. Yeah, when I'm yeah. returning to something because I think I only played that one once. So, and it's been years. Like I said, that was a 360 game, so it's been a long time since I played right. it. But yeah, there's a something they do really well in that game that actually the movie also does is in the original Silent Hill movie when you get when the uh, lady gets to the section with the nurses, they kind of react to your flashlight and and like sound. So as long okay. as you stay quiet or like hide in the dark, they can't see, so they won't like move. And they do okay. the same thing in Homecoming. Ah, but it gets really creepy because it, it's so dark in that game that I've had moments where I've had to turn on the flashlight and then I just hear the freaking nurses because you can hear them like scattering with like the creaking of their bones and like swinging their scalpels at you and it's pretty terrifying <laughs> that sounds pretty creepy yeah so i tried to get through most of them without fighting them until it was absolutely necessary and i was like okay i guess i gotta fight these three in this one room otherwise every time i come in here they're gonna just come after me again the second they hear me because i tried to sneak around them first mm-hmm. and then i ran into like an empty iv stand and so it was just that little bit of noise for me hitting that and they were all just coming after me and I was just like, run, run. <laughs> so it was pretty scary. There was a good jump scare in the beginning of that one with a body that that I didn't remember that just like dangles down from the ceiling, like feet oh, first. Wow. It kind of like falls out of the ceiling and then it's just dangling in front of you. So that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Any and then, of those dropping in front of you jump scares always get me. Yeah. Cause I, I forgot about it too, which didn't help. And so it just jumped right in front of me and scared the crap out of me. And Remind then, me to see if I can get, uh, a picture sent to me um 
one of the guys I used to play 76 with uh, Fallout 76 was we were doing like, you know, Halloween photo shoots in the game. And the idea he came up with was to basically dress up as the nurses from like Silent Hill and go into the asylum in game and take some photos. And we got a lot of traction on Twitter with the one shot. So I'll see if I can get him to send it to me because I think you'd appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely would like to see that. And just the note for anyone, which includes you, Asher, if you would like to play Silent Hill Homecoming, it is uh, $19.99 on the Xbox oh, Store to get yay. digital. So it's hey. not a bad price, 20 bucks. Can't beat that, yeah. And uh, the HD collection is $29.99, so that was a little bit more. But you're getting two games in that one, so. Oh, even better. You're getting two classic games. Yeah, I double looked it up. I was like, I'm going to tell you what this one price. is, because I almost told you to play it for the podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then... Uh, well, we were going to do Visage, and then that fell through, and I was like, I'm almost going to tell him to get Silent Hill, but I was like, there's not enough time, and he's out in the woods, so I'll leave him alone. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just been all Silent Hill for me. That's cool. It, from what it sounds like, there's a lot of games for Silent Hill, and I know it's got like, it's got movies and stuff. I think they did a comic or graphic novel on it at one They've point. They've done quite a few, and I've read them all, and they're pretty yeah. crazy. So, like, and there's that, two movies. There's Silent Hill, which was 2006, and then in mm-hmm. 2013, 2014 or 2013 maybe even 26 i don't remember some other later year in 2000s they made the sequel which was revelation or silent hill revelation i'm pretty sure i saw them both and i did find them to be pretty creepy like there were just some scenes i was like wow that's that's something else i don't know yeah the first one is (laughs) the first one is way better and like i said anybody that wants to hear that in detail go listen to jump scare club because i talked about the movie in pretty good detail absolutely i just what i'm gonna do after this yeah i definitely described some of the scenes in pretty pretty uh graphic detail so be prepared for that (laughs) okay there's some pretty messed up scenes in that game that game there i go i did that in the (laughs) freaking in the freaking episode of jump scare club too i kept saying game instead of movie I mean, like this is because this is just so close to home for me. Right, right. And when you get like some franchises like Resident Evil and Silent Hill, they've got enough, you know, beyond just the game or the movie that it can be confusing. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, what else was there? Oh, I picked up the Alan Wake remaster. I just told you that I played like the first three chapters of that. I think there's six chapters total. Yeah, we talked about that for a minute because um. Uh, control is set in the same world and yeah and that was why i'm playing that yeah well i bought that too so when i finish oh, alan okay. wake remaster the plan is to go into control and try to finish that one okay so aside from like the other games that we'll be playing for the podcast and stuff like that i was trying to find stuff in between and control. then i've got freaking far cry 6 and red dead too so basically a bunch of massive games that are just there for like when i just want to kill time yeah and then the games that i actually want to complete for the story <laughs> Control is one that like I I watched somebody play and I picked it up on Game Pass and I was like I'm gonna give this a shot and I played a little bit and I was like I don't know and then I like came back to it like a month later and I was like okay I'm getting into this and I didn't realize that that was the last day it was on Game Pass and I went to play it like the next day and I couldn't access it because it was taken off Game Pass and I was like oh that's a bummer like I just got interested in like getting into it you know yeah and I got I picked up the ultimate edition of it, which includes the DLC. And that was how I had heard about it tying into Alan Wake, because I guess one of the DLCs goes to the town that's in Alan Wake. I don't remember what the name of the town is. I am so bad. Oh, my God. I literally just played the game yesterday and I can't remember the name of the town. Must not have been a very memorable place. 
I mean, I feel like it is, but just actually, <laughs> like Silent Hill was just fresh on my mind. I think right. And I'm gonna. I was gonna look up the uh, the Xbox Store price for Ultimate Edition thirty nine ninety nine. So forty bucks for Control Ultimate Edition. Oh, okay. On the uh, Xbox Digital Store, it's currently on sale. I think because I don't think that's the normal price. I'm not sure how much replayability control has, but it is a good game to go through. Like if you're looking for something with a good story and some good mechanics and, you know, some spookiness to it, it's, it's pretty good. I would check it out. Yeah. And the other cool thing about uh, revisiting the Alan Wake remastered since I never finished is the fact that Alan Wake two is is set to come out next year. Okay. Yeah. So like they were finally, yeah, they were finally doing a sequel to that. So I'm like, Oh, I picked it up at the perfect time. Yeah, every once in a while I hear people get real excited about something coming up, and I was like, oh, I didn't know anything about the first one. Let me go check that out. Yeah, and the remaster, like, on the Xbox Store when I got it, uh, I don't know how much longer the sale is going on, but instead of being, like, 30 bucks, which I think is a normal price, it was, like, sixteen fifty nine. So I was oh. like, you can't beat that price. That's pretty no, cheap. I'm going to pick it up. That's a good price point. So, yeah, those were, like, the four games, really, that I was playing. But uh, I think we just wanted to also just talk about our favorite scary games, which, obviously, Silent Hill, I've already talked about. That's in my <laughs> right, entire right. franchise. I don't know if you have any. I didn't let you talk about anything. So, I, I, I have uh, two. Um, one, it's funny, because I personally haven't played it, but I have suggested it to about five different streamers, and I've watched them play through the entire thing, and I still find it to be incredibly spooky and creepy for what's maybe five hours of gameplay and something that's not... You wouldn't think it's... It's not a realistic-looking game. The game is called Dark, D-A-R-Q, right? And it's a puzzle game. I think you mentioned that on here before, and you told me about it. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. It, yeah, I think it's it like a, a puzzle game. Like you're like this, like you look like some Adams family kid, right? right? Everything's kind of black and white, and you like fall asleep, and then you wake up and you're on a train and you're like running from like hands and things with like tubas for faces and like grandma with a blindfold and a wheelchair. Wow. But the way <laughs> they do all the sounds and like the, the all these things, like grandma in the wheelchair with a blindfold she does not look pleasant. Like you are like, you just seeing her, you're afraid of her, you know, Interesting. like some of the rooms you go in, like you go in and like the lights will flicker on and the background is just a bunch of masks. And like, just before the lights flicker off, all the eyes will turn and look at you. And then the lights go out and you're kind of like, do I move? Do I not? What do I do? You know? And you've got to like go through and like collect pieces of things to like, put machines back together to make elevators move up and down but you can rotate your because it's like a side scroller game you can rotate um god i don't know how what direction you'd say it is so the background wall becomes the floor and the ceiling then becomes the background wall and like there are spots where you can like flip you flip a lever and gravity flips so all of a sudden you're walking on the ceiling instead of the floor so you have to like traverse a bunch of these levels in like multiple ways while avoiding like some things are just like giant like hand creatures and like anything that gets you you get a game over right and it is pretty wild like they just the way they like finish off like the tuba guy like he's in a chair like strapped to a chair and he blows the giant tuba that his head and that's what pushes him back 
Well, if he catches you, he like slams the tuba down over your head and you like you hear a little Jeez. scream and the screen goes black, you know? I kind of want to play this now. Yeah, it, it is a really cool game and it's it's not that expensive i can't remember what it is it's on steam it's on the switch as well for oh is it on the switch yeah i think it's hang on i'm looking at a bundle price i was looking at the wrong thing it was nintendo switch with that in a game called skull the hero slayer which i think is on xbox game pass yeah actually that's a skul game yeah yeah Uh, that's uh, a side scroller like little combat game it's uh, it's really fun. It, I wouldn't say that one's scary or creepy, but it's it's more playful with spooky overtones. Like it's got a very Halloween theme. It looks like you can get Dark Complete Edition on Nintendo Switch from the Amazon store for thirty four ninety nine. Okay, know how so much that's is that in the actual DLCs? Yeah, that includes all the DLCs. Okay, yeah, or you can get the collection edition for one ninety nine ninety eight. <laughs> Wow. I don't know if it's worth that much, but no, I, I would avoid it for that price, honestly. But like, I if if it, it might just be the on base Xbox. game, I think is like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, it is a little shorter. It's like, you know, five hours, but I've not everybody that I've recommended it to that I've seen play it. They've thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it's it's they give it rave reviews every time. Yeah, I complete think it's great. Ed, complete edition in 1999 on Xbox. Oh yeah, see there you go. that's all so the I might pick that up DLCs too. and everything. Yeah. So and if you do, you have to let me know because I I think you'd really enjoy it. Or for ninety bucks, you can get the medium <laughs> plus Observer System Redux and Dark Complete Edition on Xbox for eighty nine ninety nine. Observer prices, oh, dude. Observer was actually a good game. Okay. A lot of people hate on those games from that developer because they make like the medium and they like say that those games get boring. I never finished huh. the medium. That one did get a little off to me after like a, I don't know, like an hour or so. But Observer I actually really liked it. It was like a horror mixed with like a cyberpunky future kind oh. of thing. And it has, a, oh, it has this famous actor in it. I can't remember his freaking name now. It's going to drive me nuts. I can get down on some cyberpunk stuff. Uh, you had mentioned uh, Edge Runners to uh, myself and um, Rocky last uh, episode. And uh, I went and checked it out because like, I really am not a fan of how 2077 portrays the cyberpunk genre. Yeah. But I think the anime did a lot better job of doing it than the game. That anime is not for everyone. It is. Oh, did violent. you end up watching it? Yeah. I after watched it. I trashed thing. on the porno scene in the first episode. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like that, that's real quick and it's done. But like there are more times where like they're, you know, people that are nude or, you know, having sex or, um, it, but yeah, it is graphic. It is violent. It is not for everyone. It is not a kid's show. I cannot express no. that enough. Yeah, the violence I don't have an issue with. I'll watch violence in anime all day. That doesn't right. bother me. It was just that scene. I was like, oh, this is way too graphic for, <laughs> yeah, for a freaking... Yeah. I was like, there was no need for this. Uh, the one thing I want to note about the Observer game we just talked about is that oh, the main sure. character that you play as is the actor Rutger Hauer. Oh, so that's what which uh, I was I think it was he Blade Runner I think it was Blade Runner he was I in think so that sounds right which is really funny because I was gonna say the game felt like a Blade Runner style game <laughs> and I'm pretty sure yep Blade Runner that's what I mean remember hey, it's been obviously a bunch of other games but okay. that's the one I remember him from um there is one other game that um i really enjoyed that i'm not sure everybody would have thought was a a scary or spooky game um but it was uh fear specifically yes. Fear three um it's funny because i 
I was aware of fear. Like I knew somebody that played a little bit of it and I didn't get into it and I didn't play two. Like I just, it never even saw the game. Fear two is really good actually. Out of nowhere, like I picked up a copy of Fear 3. I don't know why. I don't know where I was doing. Like I, I just was just like, oh, I'll buy this game today, you know? And it got me so spooked at times that like my my fiance at the time, now my wife, was like asleep on the couch. And I was so spooked that I was like, all right, I need to get up and I need to turn on lights. And I turned and she's facing the back of the couch asleep and the light switch is there. And I was terrified that like if I went to turn on the lights, she would turn over and her face would just be maggots. Oh man, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, the game just got me so skeeved out about the weirdest stuff. Like, I'm so the- glad that you mentioned it because that is another one of my, that's like one of my favorite first person shooter franchises because of the horror elements. Yeah, it's and got I some- have Fear 1 and Fear 2 on my Xbox because they are available on the digital store. I'm not sure about Fear okay. 3 though. Well, it's, they've got some great like, um, uh, action scenes because yeah. they do they feel like scenes because you like you go through a bit of story and then you like fight your way through something but then you hit spots like you're having to go through like basically a best buy you know a big box right. uh you know electronic store and for some reason all the tvs are set up in like a maze and they're all static but periodically like something will run across the tvs like actually in uh-huh. the image and then like something will run in front of the TVs and then things will get knocked down. And it's just, it's very terrifying. And then like, I get in my own head with a lot of these things and spook myself. But well, that's then, the like, whole point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The game really was playing to that. And it just, man, like I would hit spots where I'm like, I have to stop. It is in my head too much. I am freaked out, you know? It's and so I think funny. that's awesome when a game can do that, you know? Yeah, it's so funny you mentioned the third one out of all of them because I think that's most people's least favorite because that one was more action oriented and less horror focused. Yeah, I don't really remember that one as much. It was a very bizarre one. Fear two, I would say, if you've never played that one, go play that one because that one's actually pretty terrifying. And the first one is horrifying as well. Okay, okay. the original Fear, it's still to this day. Every time I play it, it has moments that still jump scare me or scare the crap out of me. But the second one was like where the first one still can feel a little dated with some of the graphics. The second one still kind of like upgrades that a lot. Okay. Where it's way creepier, but there's moments in that game where you'll like be like, Oh, something seems off and you'll turn around and like the little girl's ghost is literally just standing behind you watching you. Right. That will scare the crap out of you. Yeah. That stuff gets me. And that happens in like the beginning of the second one. It got me about three times right in the beginning of that game. I'm hoping you know what I'm talking about when I describe this one specific thing from this one game that I don't remember what it is. Oh, there, man. <laughs> I think you were trying to break out of a prison or an asylum and you could like collect up parts to like build your own like flamethrower. If you got like the blueprints and the rubber tube and a flare and stuff, but there was one enemy that was a little like chubby baby or you know uh something like it it ran around on all like it's it's uh back legs but it was just this like chubby thing i don't think it had a eyes Hmm. but it would jump on you and you would go to like a quick time event because it was trying to jam needles of some glowing green goo into your eyes 
And it was know. just a terrifying thing. Like a buddy of mine played it and I watched him play a little bit. And I saw some of the, like, there was that scene, like you would like be in the bathroom, like looting, like, you know, items and stuff. And like, you just happen to turn towards the mirror on your way out. And that would trigger an event. And like the lights would go out and like evil version of you would be in the mirror and then smash it. And the lights would come back. out. It was, it was very scary. No, when you brought in the mirrors, it sounded like a freaking Silent Hill game because a lot of the Silent Hill games, you, like at least, and at least two or three of them, when you go into the mirror or like you look at the mirror, it switches from like the regular normal mode when nothing's going on into the nightmare realm. And you have to like go back into another mirror to go back to the normal realm. Okay. That was like a big thing in one of the Silent Hills. But <laughs> when you're talking about your, your uh, like reflection going crazy and smashing the mirror, I was like, well, I never heard of that. But then when yeah. you were talking about the weird baby thing, I was thinking Silent Hill. But then when you talked about Green Goo, I was thinking Evil Within. So I don't know what game this is. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> does know, please let us know. Because like I I was always like, this is a crazy thing. And I have no idea what it is. Yeah, that's how you know I've played too many horror games. When you say one description and I think of like four or five different games that it can right? be from. <laughs> yeah. Because Evil Within was another really good one. That yeah, was and- like really creepy. Like I'd try to look it up, but I don't really want to Google creepy baby needles and eyes. Like that's, you know that's going to just ruin my Google search history. <laughs> I'm going to type it in, but I'm going to type game and maybe it'll pop up. Well, that's smart. I should have thought of that. Needles in eyes game. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Good um, luck. I don't know why the first thing that popped up was visage. <laughs> Uh, maybe there's a scene in visage uh dead space 2 no definitely not because that's not out yet yeah it is wait dead space 2 is out dead space 1 through 3 are out the new one that they're doing is a remake of the first one that's what it is i knew they were (laughs) working on something new sometimes i'm super out of the loop with games sometimes i'm right on top of it that's all I can find. It doesn't really say anything about a baby with stabbing needles in your eyes. There's something called This Baby is Evil, the baby in yellow horror game where it's like the baby is like possessed. I don't know. Yeah, the don't Mortuary Assistant, which is a new one. I've seen, I haven't played that one, but I've seen other people play that one and it's pretty scary. Eyes, the horror game. Yeah, I don't see any. Hmm. I typed I might... in game specifically because I thought I was gonna post up something that I really didn't want to see. So... Right. <laughs> so I was like, I'm only putting game on here. And yeah, it's funny that the first thing that it said was visage. Yeah, I, I, I might have to poke around and see if I can find that because I think it would be very fitting for this month, but like I don't remember at all. That's crazy. I was hoping I could find it because I was like, that sounds like something I want to play right yeah and there there is babies because i talked about in the first silent hill movie and in some of the games there's like these deformed like mutated baby things in the hospital area that are creatures that you gotta deal with and they're pretty terrifying and they're like crying the whole time they're like so uh there's some nightmare fuel for you (laughs) sure yeah tony z just starts doing horror sounds on the (laughs) podcast I think the uh, only other game I'll throw... I mean, there's a lot of games on my horror list that I love, obviously. Like, the entire Resident Evil series should be on anybody's list. 
But uh, the other one for me would be the Fatal Frame series. And I think I've told to you about that one before because I think I had finished up that Fatal Frame made in a Blackwater and I talked about it on this show. I think you did tell me about it, but like for some reason, Fatal Frame, like the, those two words, I always think that that is a like a fighting game, like a side scrolling fighting game. Um, what it is is a it's a third person game a la like a Silent Hill or a Resident Evil but you're kind of trying to solve the mystery in different ones of like a haunted house basically but you got you got to pull up the camera to take pictures of the different ghosts but then there's like ghosts that will actually like attack you and try to hurt you and so like depending on how close you let them get before you snap the picture you'll do more damage to them so it makes it like an rpg element into it Hmm. but it's pretty freaking terrifying because the ghosts are really scary the original first three Fatal Frame games were all on like PS2 era, which really makes me sad because I don't have a PS2 and I wish I could go back and play those again. Right. But uh, the Maiden of Blackwater that's like on Xbox and PS5 and stuff now, I think was like a remake hmm. of like the fourth one or the fifth one, maybe. And then they like brought it over and remade it for America. So I was able to at least experience that in the fullest of the same old content and got scared a lot but yeah that's basically what it is you're basically like going through there's always a story to them but don't ask me to remember it because it's been a couple months since, <laughs> since i played it yeah, and all I the different that. yeah i think most of the different games have a different story like i know i think the third one is you're like a set of twins and your sister goes missing in the village while you're both looking for your mom so then you're trying to find your sister and i think in the first one you're like looking for your brother that goes missing in like a haunted mansion and I don't remember the second one, unless the second one's the one with the twins. It could be. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, they're all really terrifying. And anything that's going to be paranormal is always going to scare me, though. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just something about that, like, the the paranormal just, like, amps up the spooky, if, if you ask me. And it doesn't help that those, aside from fear, like, it was fear, Silent Hill 2, and then, like, Fatal Frame were, like, probably the first three, like, real horror experiences I got in video games. That's why they're, like, fresh in my mind all the time. I got Because they're so scary. But, yeah, that's why when you said fear, I got excited. I was like, oh, Asher mentioned fear. (laughs) Yeah. I've really enjoyed that. Um, So, I found um, the creature I was just talking about. Um, I sent you an image of it on Twitter. The game is called The Suffering. It's a first person and third I do person that horror game. game. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 2 it. and Xbox. I played it on PS2 back in the day because the second you said the suffering, I was like, oh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting. Like the, the fact that you could like, you know, build weapons and stuff. And like there were a couple different endings, I think. And like, yeah, it was just weird. And yeah, this thing like. It's literally got needles sticking into it and in its eyes. They're like yeah. vials because they have yeah. like glowing green. Glowing green. Yeah. And, and when like it would jump on you, monster. there was like a quick time event where it was trying to push them into your face. And it was just like, ah, ne- needles, not great to begin with. Needles in the face. I'm out. I'm done. I feel like that one might have. No, it did. I thought for some reason, I thought, yeah, there was a suffering too. It had yeah, a... they had made a sequel. Yeah, but it was a prequel, I guess. That I the don't suffering know. ties that bind. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a sequel. There was a okay. question that said, "Is the suffering to a prequel?" And the answer is no, it's a sequel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in 2017. 
Oh, that's not that long ago, honestly. Holy crap. Where can I find what, this? The first one came out in what, 2004? Yeah, in 2017, it was released on GOG.com, The Suffering Ties That Bind, which is the sequel. Oh, that's interesting because I think GOG okay, is so uh, it, like a, a game key, like you buy okay, game so it was, keys. For it was re-released on there in 2017 then because the original game came out in 2005 of the uh sequel oh so the sequel came out like right after the first one yeah because when did the first one because i think that was 2004 okay something doesn't make sense here how come i'm looking at the suffering and then it's oh wait hang on it's the same thing about 2009 and it was like what but that game was also really re-released in 2017 on gog.com as well so both 2004 so the sequel came out a year later yeah that's pretty close uh, both of them, the the original and the sequel, are available on GOG for ten dollars. That's not bad. No. Graphics on the second one look pretty decent, honestly. I'm scrolling through some screenshots of it. And just so everyone hmm. knows, those are not available on the Xbox Digital Store. <laughs> no, no. I was curious. I mean, if Silent Hill was on there, I was like, it's worth checking. <laughs> yeah, they're they're PC. Uh, they have pretty low. Um, requirements like 512 megabytes of ram and a video card that can handle 3d graphics which is yeah the uh, first one was on original xbox the og yeah. xbox i'm pretty sure somebody with a smart fridge and a touch screen could probably install it if they really wanted to yeah Can they I could say, probably find it yeah you said it small it but i just wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> i was just gonna let it go after how many mess ups oh, i've had man. i'm not too worried about it yeah that was great all right, Asher, I think that'll do it for this this uh, first episode of Spooky Month. I guess next week we will tuggle. Tuggle? <laughs> we'll tuggle. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't say snuggle, because then people are like, oh, what is man. going on over there? I mean, I'm not sure what a tuggle I mean, is. So I don't know either. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what a tuggle is anymore. <laughs> we will ta- tackle is what I'm going to say. Tackle, now. there we go. I, I think I was going to say toggle, but that didn't make any sense either. No, no, you can't that toggle a game for next week, but you can tackle a game, which yeah. is what was it called? Beacon Pines. Yes, I keep wanting I to call think... it Bacon Pines. But <laughs> bacon it's Beacon. And I don't think Scorn comes out until October 28th. So that'll be at the end of the month. And then we're right. also going to do Plague Tale Requiem, but I need to finish the original Plague Tale. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go into the sequel, you know, uh, just as is. Um, and I, I think they're they're not spooky as much as they're like sad and scary in a way i don't it's, know we'll find out okay we may not cover it we may wait till november and just cover that one in november okay instead of as a horror game because it on here it says it's an adventure stealth video game so it's more of like an adventure game oh yeah it does have some f- creepy elements with the rats in the yeah. first one but it's not really like terrifying yeah maybe maybe the first one might have been more of and the second one's more action that tends to happen with games you know what we uh, can do uh dance <laughs> no. <laughs> i mean we can dance but uh, uh de- the entire dead space series and evil within one and two are both on game pass so we could cover one of those you know i have not played dead space let's do dead space okay i've never finished it but every time i've played it i've been screaming in my chair 
I, I have to say one thing I do know about Dead Space is that I think it has the best take on a hidden UI in any game because like all your your meters and everything are on the back of your character because it's third yeah, person. They and are like it's a very clean UI, so it really pulls you into the the whole game. Ah, yeah, man. and it's terrifying. So prepare yourself. Make sure you use ah, the bathroom before you play. <laughs> for sure. I'll turn on some lights, make sure my wife's face isn't made of maggots, you know. Yeah, I'm probably going to turn off the lights to play just to be even more scared <laughs> just for the show. The thing I do for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Asher, I'll let you throw it away to the outro. All right. Just remember, folks, when you're gaming, your journeys are always infinite. I love that I just told you to throw away in the outro, but I forgot to tell everybody to rate and review the podcast on all the platforms. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's Leave the comments, you know. Yep, and then uh, final thought, go check out Jump Scare Club. The new episode for the Silent Hill 2006 film is out right now. I release them on Sundays, which is probably a dumb time because nobody listens to podcasts on Sundays, but you'll hear this on Monday, so just go listen to it now. Yeah. And go listen to the House on Haunted Hill episode because there's only like three listens on that right now, and I need to get that up. And if you that's don't, a, good episode too. a creepy little girl will stand outside of your bathroom window and stare at you. Yeah, or yeah. in your mirror. Yep, that too. In your mirror <laughs> or in your shower. I mean, oh, I can, no. I can, because <laughs> I, one of the horror movies I was watching recently, they were like standing, the ghost was like right outside the shower, reaching in towards them. Yeah, no. Or no, 13 no. Ghosts. Did you ever see 13 Ghosts? Yes. That scene it's where great. she's like turning on the bath water and like getting in the bath and like the princess ghost is in there and the bath is like blood. She's yep. like freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yep. There you go. So you better so, do it. <laughs> go check it out and subscribe. And uh, yeah. I'm not going to throw away the outro because actually you already did. <laughs> yep. Have a good one, folks. Peace out.